Simple Life Together, episode 60. What's your simplicity splurge? Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Welcome back to Simple Life Together. On the last episode of the show, we talked all about maximizing your margin. On today's show, we're asking, what's your simplicity splurge? Before we get into the main topic, we have a special announcement. Yes, we do. And I know usually we do the announcements towards the end, but this one is kind of special for us. And we just wanted to share some really big news. um, And you're going to be the first to hear it here on the show. So our first book called Super Mom vs. Super Mom, Simplicity Tips for Busy Moms, A Simple Life Guide to Getting Organized, Finding Margin, and Embracing Simplicity for Moms is done. Well, almost done. (laughs) Uh, A little bit of uh, tweaking to do, but it's almost done. It's 98%. So uh, we'll be updating the cover any day now, and hopefully it will be live in the Kindle store on Amazon by Saturday. Fingers crossed, of course. Yes, yes, yes. So we're posting the final draft, minus the cover art, of course, on the Edit and Forget It Challenge Facebook page for the next three days. So you can have a look or download the draft PDF there for free, right? Right. Yeah, we want folks to, uh, you know, have a good look at it. And really, the people that we get the absolute most feedback from is the folks on the Edit and Forget It Facebook page. Well, if you're not a member of Edit and Forget It, you can always sign up for free at simplelifetogether.com slash edit. And you'll receive an email with directions on how to join the Facebook page. So just FYI. Yeah, exactly. And we ask that you do us a big favor if you're there and review the book. And uh, once it goes live on amazon.com, you'll already have a good idea what's in the book. And Again, hopefully that's Saturday, the 8th of March, and I'll mention more about that in a minute. So we want some folks to review the book and then, or to, to actually read the book, the draft, and then review it when it goes live. Right. Am I saying give that us right? A re- give yeah. us a review, not edit, really, right. unless there's some glaring issues with it. Right. But uh, mostly just, we just want to get your take on it and, you know, we're giving it to you to, to look at. And if you can, please give us a review, kind of like an iTunes review. Yeah, and, and I'll explain more about the whole review process and why it's important just here in a minute. So here are some of the goals that we had in mind when we started this book. This one is kind of mom-focused, but it has great info for everyone. And so even if you're not a mom, we'd love for you to take a look. Right. Um, And we wanted to keep it short, but just packed full with info. But it's just basically minimal fluff, right? Right. So so not a whole bunch of stuff, but just enough to really have an impact. Right. And, uh, you know, we also get a lot of feedback, not just on simplifying, but on organizing. And so that's Really, that's a good portion of the book. So it's info that anybody can use. And uh, I share with you my step-by-step guide on how to organize any space. So Yeah, and uh, the other reason we really wanted to keep it short is the last thing people want is a 300-page book on simplifying their lives. <laughs> Who's got, ain't nobody got time for that, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, we wanted to make it really hard-hitting, compact, and something that somebody could sit down and digest. And like we said, it's the first in our series of simple life guides for less than a latte. That's what we're calling it. So we priced it at four ninety nine for now. That's until the price of a latte goes up. And then, and then, but we really think it's a great deal, and hopefully others will too. I th- I think they will. I think they will too. You know, and I guess it's a grande latte. You yeah. Know? But anyway, yeah. <laughs> not to get too specific here, right? Well, who orders the little one? Come on. <laughs> 
but then you don't want to go overboard, right? It's just, hey, it's like simplicity, not too minimal, not too much, right? It's like right in the middle. There you go. Okay. Yeah, Goldilocks. What, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, of course, we're giving you complete access to the draft on the Facebook page, uh, the Edit Forget It Facebook page. But if you'd like to purchase the book on Amazon when it goes live, that would be especially awesome. It sure would. And again, a review of the book on Amazon would be really appreciated too. And here's how this kind of works. Amazon rankings are directly tied to reviews and downloads. So the more purchases and the more reviews that we get, the more exposure the book gets and the more people are likely to find it. Just like on iTunes, like I just said, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we will post a link to the uh, book once it goes live on the Facebook page. And we'll probably do a post on the website as well. Mm -hmm. So most people who read it eventually probably won't be current listeners or uh, to the show or readers of the blog and the book with that in mind the book has a lot of links to our shows and to Vanessa's videos and so a lot of that info is going to be new to them so not only is it 75 plus pages Yeah, of like written content. Um, There's going to be access to around 50 hours of our audio podcast and a bunch of topical videos related to the written content. So Right. And of course, we hope for glowing reviews, but be honest. And if you see any glaring mistakes, please opt to let us know personally in an email versus on an Amazon review. That kind of hurts. But, you know, (laughs) give give an honest review of the book. We really want it to be super, super helpful for you. And you can reach us all the time by uh, email at dan at simplelifetogether.com or vanessa at simplelifetogether.com. Right. And like we said just a minute ago, uh, we have plans for more Simple Life Guides, and you can read more about that in the book. Right. And, you know, this is our very first book launch. It's our first book. It's our first book launch. And we know we're going to make some mistakes along the way, but we would just really appreciate all the help. Anything you can do to help us out, you know, we would certainly appreciate that. Right. We know we have a fantastic audience and we absolutely trust your judgment. So anything you could provide us would be great. Yeah. And, you know, we honestly, we wouldn't have the confidence to do this without your support. Heck, we certainly didn't even plan on this when we first started the podcast. So feel free to share the Amazon link with your Facebook friends, tweet it out or gift the book to a mom, you know, who could use it. Yeah. Like Dan said, any support we can get, we'd greatly appreciate it. Sure would. So, okay, enough about that for now. Um, Let's move on to the main topic. So we talk all the time about scaling back and editing, etc. But there's probably one thing or another that you decided would be your splurge, you know, that that's something that you're just not going to scrimp on. And that's perfectly fine. We all have that little something, something that we're not willing to give up, right? Mm -hmm. And for some people, it's their photos. And for others, you know, I'm not going to mention any names, but it might be like coffee paraphernalia, Ellis. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, almost all of us have our little simplicity foil, that little thing or things that seem to go against our efforts to simplify. Uh-huh, right. So we thought we'd share some of our splurges with you and maybe talk about some feelings uh, that can rise up around that little splurge that you might have. You know, some people feel like it's a weakness. Others feel like it's a reward. So let's talk about our splurges, right, Dan? All right, yeah. So we're going to be honest about our splurges, all right? Okay, what's so, yours, Dan? So mine is hot sauce and hot foods. Oh, that's an understatement. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm a, kind of a fanatic about that. I'm yeah. from Buffalo, New York, originally, right? And I used to tell people that, you know, it's the only city in the nation that, um, you know, Gerber has uh, hot chicken wing flavored baby food, you know? <laughs> and um, that's what we're fed as kids. And, and so, so it's just natural for us. Oh. And I even make my own hot sauce. I have a, 
a couple different recipes that I developed. One has ten different kinds of peppers in it. Ridiculous. And it's and it's, it's not, not just it's, it's not, not simple. It's 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 simply delicious. Is what it's it excessive. is. <laughs> is what it is. It's excessive. And, and even with all those peppers, it still has fantastic taste, though, doesn't it? Oh, got, it does. It does. It's not just heat. It's just that when he makes it. The second we walk into the house or anywhere near the kitchen, our eyes are burning and you're wondering why the whole family's coughing. It's because Dan's cooking his darn uh, 10 pepper sauce. Right. (laughs) The crock pot is just crazy. Right. Well, I usually, you know, if I... Spray the whole house down with like OC spray. I I, I use pepper spray on my food. You know, other people use that as a defensive (laughs) weapon. You know, that's a condiment for me. (laughs) So We used to be armed with OC spray. He's downing it like a shot. It's ridiculous. So... Anyway, uh, the reality of it is my hot sauce takes up about half a shelf in in the refrigerator, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it takes up a full Lazy Susan and then usually spills off of that Lazy Susan in the fridge. And I use it on all my food. It's not just for breakfast anymore. You know, and there's, it's not just hot sauces, but it's also things like at home, we called it hoagie spread. In the Northeast, they call it hoagie spread, right? It's just like, just crushed, chopped up, like a hot pepper relish, Uh right? So I get that too. And I can't get the kind that I get at home, so I use this brand called Wickles here, which is kind of a substitute. Yeah, you can see the the dollar store whatever for pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dollar, I got. I had a ninety nine cent coupon to the dollar store, so I got half off my Wickles. So, but uh, (laughs) well, when you have a habit of. or a splurge of one of those bottles a, a day. Yeah, it's probably a good idea to shop at one of those stores. Yeah, at least a bottle. Of, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I and it's so it's hot sauces and hot peppers. I even belong to a pepper forum. Oh, you're so, kidding! I, know, I didn't I, know that. Yeah, I know. I, some things you just don't share, but I'm. <laughs> it's just between us. So, um, but yeah, I do. And anyone out there who has access to Brazilian Malagueta peppers. Please let me know, because right now I spend like eight bucks a bottle for a tiny little bottle on Amazon. But that is a splurge, right? It is. It is. You know, and I and I make fun of Dan, but that is he knows what he likes, and that is the one thing that you know I let him have that. To, not let you him. Let him. You let him. Let him. Oh, let yeah, me. I don't let him. It sounds yeah. terrible. Yes, dear. But <laughs> but I really have tried to make that easier for him let's just say that we put that the uh, turntable in the refrigerator right so that he can have easier access to the bottle after <laughs> bottle after bottle of pepper sauce it's just funny but well you uh, know some people have a wine cellar i have like a pepper yeah, cellar it's, it's right much cheaper than a wine cellar so i'm yeah. good i'm so good yeah speaking of wine oh, but yeah, anyway you, you didn't mention that you have like a, a pantry part of a shelf in the pantry I, dedicated to your hot sauce too i know but that's that's the that's that's the wine cellar part that's the storage <laughs> facility the actual use part is the refrigerator yeah it's so funny that that's your splurge it Um, is i have to say my splurge is a little bit crazier well i'll give you a chance to talk about your splurges in a second young lady i'm not i'm not complete (laughs) follow along in the show notes (laughs) oh boy so So, i'm up i'm up here's my splurge what well yeah i just i just wanted to i just wanted to say that um we have some common splurges, and I think you're going to talk about some of our yeah. common splurges too. But the hot sauce, hot peppers are mine. That's my thing. That's his baby. Yeah. That's my and that's <laughs> that's my splurge, and I don't feel guilty. I don't feel guilty at all. It, it is a reward. Yeah. And um and and I one thing at I did want to say. Did. Remember how you used to feel guilty about those those other hot sauces you used to get the fire whatever ones. I know, and I stopped stopped buying them, but I don't buy expensive ones now because. Um, that's when I started making my own, but yeah. then I did find kind of a cheaper replacement for that. The only thing I haven't found as a replacement is these Malagueta peppers, and I've never actually spent money to buy those. Right, we, we've, yeah. I've asked for them as gifts. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a good 
consumable gift. Right. So I'm not collecting stuff, just yeah. peppers. <laughs> Makes you strong like bull. All right. Guess. All right. Now it's up to you, Miss Vanessa. Uh oh, I might be paying for this now. Um, <laughs> Well, my thing, um, my splurge is kind of a general splurge. It's basically upgrading to more quality items and quality time. And so, you know, I've made great strides in cutting back on my purchases, and especially when it comes to things like clothes and shoes and jewelry. I really have. I mean, I used to get stuff all the time and just switch things out. But I've made some good strides in that and just kind of scaling back on new purchases. And although we are editing more than we bring back into our lives, I've noticed that I am opting now for quality over quantity. And, we, and we've talked about this before. Yeah, we've had it several times. But, yes. I, would think, but I mean, it really is my splurge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's your focus. <laughs> right, right? You know, quality is great, but it comes with a heavier price tag. And so so sometimes I'm a little reluctant to purchase something because of that price point. But then I realize quality can be worth it, especially when it comes to having an overall better buying and consumer experience. Right. I mean, that's huge. And um, it's worth it when it comes to the overall performance of a product or an item that I buy. And of course, the longevity is a nice plus um, with the products if they can outlive you know longer than a month. That's always nice, right? right? And, and that's actually the topic of a future show. It was um, it came up on the Edit and Forget It Facebook page, like a lot yep. of things uh-huh. do. That's right. And and so we are going to address that specifically in a later episode. So you know, some things that I I felt a little concerned about um, at first is is the whole cost thing, like I mentioned. But you know, I quickly got over that especially with some of the items that I've recently purchased or I would say that we've recently gotten within the last year as we start our simplicity journey. And so I'm going to highlight those things and just kind of talk about why, you know, these are kind of splurges to me, but they're worth it. One thing is my new hiking shoes. Um, I just purchased some Keen hiking shoes. Um, I finally had to turn in my 14-year-old Solomon hiking boots, which I bought, you know, like I said, 14 years ago in Switzerland. And, um, you know, those shoes were awesome. But these new ones are so comfortable and so well made. I mean, yeah, and and I have to say that they've also doubled as slippers for you because <laughs> I mean, seriously, you wake up and you walk out. You know, we kind of have our morning ritual. Right? You walk out and you're wearing your night clothes <laughs> and your boots. and your hiking boots. What's up with that? <laughs> it is dorky, but they're so comfortable and they're warm <laughs> and they're cozy. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for you to yodel when they come out. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, though, I waited over a month to buy yeah, new hiking boots. I was looking and looking and looking, and then Dan didn't have any, and so he got some, of course, with our new lifestyle of camping a lot, so he finally got some keen, and I would actually put his on every day and, and try them on. I was like, yep. gosh, these are so cool. And, you know, remember, Dan, how we talked about taking our simplicity journey to the next level and waiting like a couple of weeks to a month before deciding on a purchase? Yeah. So I have to give myself a little pat on the back for that. You did, yeah. Um, you know, and I really wanted to wait even longer until I absolutely needed to get the boots. But when my soles started to fall <laughs> apart and peel yeah. off and just break down, that was pretty much my go-ahead to get the bikini boots. So I yeah, guess... Yeah, when the sole has to ca- catch up with you on the hike... <laughs> Yeah. Or you have to go back and get the soul. It's time. Yeah. We called that in, in the police police career field. We called that a clue. <laughs> yeah, right? right? Well, it was time. And so I'm glad I was patient. But I tell you, I just, I absolutely love these um, these shoes. And so, and everything that I've heard about them have been pretty good too. So yeah, K- Keen, K-E-E-N. Keen, what have I been saying? No, I'm just explaining oh, okay. so people would understand what we're talking about. <laughs> I thought I was saying it wrong. Because I never heard of them until I tried them on that day. I tried on like 10 different pair of shoes and because... You know, I have I have pretty bad leg issues, and some of these shoes tend to hurt my feet. 
I put these on and it was like, was like, welcome cool. home. There you go. Right? <laughs> welcome home. I'm looking at their uh, water shoes because my water shoes gave out. And uh, heck, you know, when we get on that, those Texas lazy rivers this summer. That's mm-hmm. right. I'm looking into some of those. So anyway, my next splurge example. You have more than one? Well, I'm just giving examples of okay. my quality right. products. Okay, so the merino wool travel clothing, which we've talked about, I know, probably a little too Extensively. much. Extensively. We yeah. have. But we, but we love it. We love it. I mean, and... Honestly, at first, I had sticker shock. I was like, ooh, what? you got to be kidding me for a shirt. That's how much it's going to cost. And, uh, you know, I freaked out a little bit at the first purchase because I actually had what I thought was an allergic reaction. It just turned out that I was just, my skin was just really dry. It was just a combination of things. And, and I was freaking out because I had just purchased these. But anyway, it all worked out. And after a little bit of wear and a couple of washes, they are so amazing. And I just love them, especially after this last camping trip that we went on, Dan. I just, I only wore like a couple of items. Yeah. And it lasted me the entire weekend. That's how I am with my, my shants and my merino wool shirt. It, well, awesome. it was switching that mindset. You know, I knew that's what we purchased these clothes for so that you can reuse them and rewear them. Um, you Wash know, them in so, the sink. Yeah. Yep. And I just didn't make that switch yet because I'm so, you know, that law of primacy. I learned shower every day. You change your clothes every day, kind of all that good stuff. So it was just kind of this gradual shift, but now I've accepted it. And, you know, you do the sniff test. It all smells good. <laughs> well, it's yeah. not dirty. Well, plus, you, you know, you air it out, you wash it in the sink. Yeah, all that. it's, good, it's good, good to go. So I love it. And it's been a great investment. I've been able to cut out a lot of extra clothes that I had in the past to make room for just these few items. Even though they're pricier, That's it's less. So right. that's another thing. Um, I have to do a shout out for the Tenkara Japanese fly fishing rod. That was definitely an investment. But I tell you what. Did we tell? Did we let everybody know that you got one too? I don't think so. Yeah. So I geeked out on it totally, and then and then you had to have one. Oh my gosh! And I wanted to cry because it was awesome. Because I was freaking out about the whole fly fishing thing, thinking that looks so complicated. It looks too hard. This rod, it really is everything that Dan had talked about before, saying it's just it's simple. It's pretty much self-contained. It doesn't take up hardly any space. Doesn't require a whole lot of equipment. And the most beautiful thing about it is just like our camper. It forces you out in nature. Yeah. In this case, it forces you in the water with <laughs> yeah. the fish, in the whether it's cold or yep. warm or whatever. It is awesome. And just for that, it's that quality. It just gives me that quality experience as well. And so. we have to, we should mention the brand on that is Tenkara USA, T E N K R A USA. And that's uh, where we got them. That's K-A-R-A. awesome. K A R A. Is that what I said? I okay. Yeah. Let me, let me repeat that Tenkara, T E N K A R A. USA.com and they have fantastic stuff and great service and I'm not let me just say we're not trying to promote all this product I'm just giving you examples because I like to I like to know examples I'm the kind of person that okay I hear you talk to talk I want examples I want specifics what do you mean by quality over quantity and all that good stuff I'm not encouraging guys to go buy this kind of stuff cut down on your your consumption if you can but if you're trading in something else to you know whether it's trading in something to give you that margin financially or you know product wise or whatever um, so I, anyway, I'm just trying to share with you some examples. Yeah, I wanted to kind of cut in on that one too. And why, you know, I didn't fish for over 25 years when I was in the military. I used to fish all the time as a kid, yeah. but I have very, very fond memories of my grandfather. He would be driving on a, you know, country road in Western New York through the Allegheny Mountains. And he always had a fishing pole and a tackle box in his trunk. And if he saw a little stream and he wanted to go fishing, he would pull over, bust out the, the fishing rod and 
toss some bait on a hook and he would go fishing. And to me, that's freedom. And so we always talk about experiences and that's an experience that I want to share with my grandfather. That's awesome. Well, I just have a couple other examples. One is the Bose Mini Soundlink. It's a little tiny brick of a speaker. It's yeah, a Bluetooth speaker. Bo- Bose Soundlink Mini. Oh, yep. Bose Soundlink Mini. Yep. And it was actually Dan's idea to get this just because we didn't want to put a stereo system inside of our new camper. We just didn't want to kind of, we didn't want this whole invasive little thing. Yeah, holes in there for the speakers yeah. and wires so Dan was like, everywhere. Can we do something that we can use elsewhere? You know, can we have something that we can use in different situations and locations? And so it was, I was like, oh, okay. Again, pricey, but awesome quality. The sound quality is amazing. It's portable, and I use it all the time. And I use it's it more cheap, than you. It's cheaper than if we would have had a stereo installed, which true. we were going to. That's true. So what I love about this is I take it to work. If I'm working alone, if I don't have a client with me, I just put that out where I hardly ever take any time to listen to podcasts and all that stuff because it's, I have to have it attached to my arm and earbuds in my you know ears and all that good stuff. The speaker's right there. Awesome sound. I can listen to audiobooks, podcasts, music, yeah, it's, whatever. And it's a Bluetooth link mm-hmm. from your phone to great. the speaker. And we will never own a stereo again. We will no. never have speakers around the room or a stereo. We'll have our, a little Bose SoundLink Mini or yep. something comparable uh, from that product because the sound is awesome. It's so awesome that we use it in the car. We don't even use yep. the cars you know, stereo, because we get to listen to, again, our podcast yep. and all this stuff and, and Well, not our podcast, but the podcast we listen to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we right. like to listen to ourselves as we go down the road. <laughs> like, that's yeah, going to happen. So, and the last thing, the last quality product that... Uh, My gosh, woman. I'm tell- I know. I just, I like examples. Mine was hot sauce, and you're dogging me, and you have... Well, but like you said, we share some of these things. Yes, well, you don't true. share my shoes, and I have No, you share mine. Apparently. (laughs) Am I right? Yeah. Well, it's the MacBook Air and the Thunderbolt display that I have in the office. Dan kind of got me hooked on this. He just says, okay, let's really think about our future, what we want planned for our computer setup and all, you know, office setup. And I tell you what, the MacBook Air is awesome, of course, because it's tiny, portable. I, you know, I can just slide it in my purse and it's awesome. But that display, has really increased my productivity, I swear. It has in- at least increased my motivation to be productive at right. work. It is awesome. I can do so much. And especially when we were writing this book, I could be reviewing different you know, resources and all that good stuff. And I didn't feel like all cramped and, you know, on a tiny little screen and laptop or whatever. It right. was just awesome. So, again, big splurge. But the long-term goal is to what, Dan? To- is to have one, th- and whenever we have this tiny home or small home that we're going to have, one Thunderbolt display that acts as our TV mm-hmm. and our computer screen. And when you either one of us want to use it, we use our laptop. It hooks right up. The, it's got a built-in power cord and a built-in monitor interface. It plugs right in. Bob's your uncle. Everything's good to go. It's right there. It's going to be awesome. Yep. So Okay. So that was it for my, my products. But the last thing I wanted to mention was that when I splurge, I also splurge, you know, when I talk about quality, is I splurge when it comes to quality, time, and experiences. And that has been a big thing, I think, since we've been able to uh, get some more margin in our lives um, financially and time-wise, that we've been able to do more things like camping um, or going to places like the rodeo or horseback riding or to the movies. You know, all these things cost money, but we've been able to have these experiences because we've allowed a little bit more margin. You know, selling the land, paying off debt, all that good stuff. It all has this awesome domino effect. But this is one of the things that's huge for me is having quality time, time with my family. So. Yeah, even though we're in the in the midst of writing this book last minute, and um, I don't know if we mentioned it on last week's show or not, but you're doing a uh, a two month 
series for Disney Interactive mm-hmm. about uh, – well, we'll just leave it at that. You're doing a two-month series for them. That's coming up here in a week or so. Mm-hmm. And so you've been super busy with that. We've been writing the book, all these things coming down at the same time. And we still took time. Was it last weekend? Last we went weekend, camping, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We said, okay, well, we're, we're going to plan out our time, but we're still going to go have family time. And we just went and enjoyed it. We weren't worried about what we were not doing. That's right. So, and it was an amazing, amazing feeling. So that's where we splurge. But yeah. what happens? Let's let's switch gears now. Yeah. So what if if you're struggling with your splurge? You know, think about things like: Are you questioning that splurge? And are you defensive about it? You know, do you like staunchly defend it and say like, "Well, that's my hot sauce. Leave me alone. What do you expect?" You know. <laughs> but um, or do you just? Avoid talking about it altogether. Are you embarrassed of your little splurge? Because that's the thing that we really, really kind of want to hit on. That's if you're doing that, then it may not be the healthiest of splurge. Mm-hmm. So I think it gets back to if you're feeling guilty about it, you may want to analyze your priorities a bit. And if your splurge is interfering with your priorities, then maybe it's too much of a splurge, or maybe you're not giving yourself enough credit for what you've accomplished so far in your journey. So those things may confused the way you feel about your splurge. Right. You know, and I guess my thoughts are that maybe your splurge isn't really interfering with your goals or priorities. And like you just said, you're maybe just not giving yourself enough credit because I think a lot of times when you start having those feelings, you just need to step back and go, okay, why am I having these feelings? Is it a bad splurge? Is it really interfering? Because it might be. And that's, and that's okay. Um, but a but lot you of, need to address it. You need you know? to address it, right. But a splurge can be good. It can be a healthy way of having balance in your life. You know, I was just talking about the margin that, that we have now. And so that allows us to splurge a little bit. And remember, simple living isn't about deprivation. Right. It's not about that at all. At least we are trying to at least get that message across to everybody. That's the big thing about the, when we talk about Project 333 with folks and how we're going through that. People are like, oh, come on, you're you're depriving yourself of your wardrobe or whatever. But it's not about that at all. It may seem like that if you're not doing it. But if you are in it and you're Mm -hmm. doing it, you see that it gives you the freedom from having to make crazy choices and that, you know, going through an an entire wardrobe or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, we've mentioned this before. And even some of our guests like Tanya had talked about, you know, it's like all these different extremes when it comes to minimalism and stuff like that. But when it comes to simplicity, it could be different for everybody. I think what happens is there's a natural tendency when you simplify, you tend to think that you have to simplify everything, including some of those simple pleasures or simple vices in your life. And and you don't really, you don't have to, you don't have to simplify everything and live to these extremes. That's not the message that we want to get across. So sometimes I just think that we need to take a step back and reflect on all the great things that we've accomplished or edited in our lives to build that margin, to enjoy that little reward or splurge. I agree. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, because so. we've never pushed that, okay, this is the standard, mm-hmm. this is what you have to live by, this is the code. Or we, we don't do that. It's different for everybody. Right. And so you, you're right. you got to feel your way through that a little bit. Yep. Right. So kind of the major takeaway here is this. Most likely, your splurge is okay and probably well-deserved. So take a good look. And is your splurge uh, your little foil to your life of simplicity? Or is it causing you guilt or getting in the way of your priorities? And if not, then drop the self-imposed guilt trip. You know, enjoy your little splurge. And if it is getting in the way, think about why your behavior hasn't changed and set up a plan to get back on track. It's as simple as that. That's right. So tell us what your simplicity splurge is. Is it a healthy one and more like a reward for all your efforts? Or is it undermining your priorities? We would love to know. So be sure to leave a comment and share at simplelifetogether.com slash 060. 
All right, now on to the cues and comments. And this is where we get to answer or talk about what you write to us. And the first one is a nice voicemail that Karen left for us on the website. Hi, Dan and Vanessa. This is Karen Parrott at Garden Girl KP Vlogspot. I'm a weight maintainer, and now that I have my food template and my weight maintained for two years, 70 pounds off, I'm now tackling my house organization. Thanks for all your great podcasts. Keep them coming so I can do my next project, which is house organization. Just want to let you know I listen to you guys at the beach, and it's very relaxing, and I often walk longer just to hear the whole podcast. Thanks again, and keep up the good work. Bye. Oh, that's awesome, Karen. Thank that you so much. so cool. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, and oh my gosh, 70 pounds she's that's, kept off. You know what? A lot of times that is a motivator for you to make change in other areas of your life. Once you tackle one big challenge... Whether you tackle your organization first and then your weight, or you tackle your weight and then your organization or your relationships, whatever, it's a beautiful thing. So thanks. It's kind of all about getting your life together the way you want it, right? Sure is. Awesome. Thanks, Karen. And Eric left us a nice comment on the website. Here's just some of what he said. Hi, guys. I was so happy to discover your podcast and to find a community of folks who have similar outlook. My partner of 27 years and I have decided to downsize and simplify. We are selling our 2,200-plus square foot Victorian in Massachusetts to move to a 950-square-foot mobile home in rural Vermont. Our house goes on the market tomorrow and is the first step in our simplifying our life and experiencing freedom for the first time. For the first time ever, we have no debt. We are also planning on discovering and finally following our passions to pursue jobs that we truly find fulfilling, although they will pay far less. My partner has already left his corporate job, and I will be making changes in the employment realm in the near future as well. We have really enjoyed the freedom of detaching from our many material possessions, and although it was difficult at first, we are feeling freer every day. Many of our friends think we are having a midlife crisis since we are too early to retire in our mid-40s, and perhaps we are, but it has been a plan long in the making. We are super excited about our life changes, and your podcast and website are providing us valuable resources and affirmation that we are not alone in our pursuit of a simpler life. Thanks again. Ah, That's great. Isn't it? I love these. I love these comments. No kidding. And as as much as I would love a Victorian home in Vermont, you just have more freedom with a smaller space. Absolutely. And and they still get to enjoy their environment, right? Yeah. And to work towards it. And, you know, mid-40s is... That's a great time to simplify, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 <laughs> ask me how I know, right? Yep. And Eric, I, I would call it a midlife awakening. That's what I call mine. <sighs> Look at you. I'm telling you, it's a midlife Man, awakening. Dr. Phil, you? Oh, no, I got that from Brene Brown. I'm oh, did you? Say, okay. Yeah. Well, she rocks. <laughs> she does rock. So, so thank you so much, Eric, for writing in. That is such a wonderful thing to share with our community because that is just going to inspire others. So sure thank will. you so much. All right, so now on to the announcements. And I've talked about it before, but remember, you can learn all about the Simple Rev conference that I'm working on with Joel Zavzlovsky of Value of Simple. Just go to simplerev.com for all the details that we have so far. It seems like a long way away, but I am really, really getting pumped. And there's lots of info about Simple Rev in the show notes for today's podcast. Right. Um, and Dan and I have been chosen to speak at the Podcast Movement Podcasting Conference in Dallas on the 16th through 17th of August. If you have any interest in podcasting whatsoever, the tickets are crazy cheap right now and you can get them on Kickstarter by going to podcastmovement.com. Now remember, if you have any questions or comments, you can find all our contact info at simplelifetogether.com slash Vanessa or simplelifetogether.com slash Dan. Okay, so that's it for episode 60 of Simple Life Together. 
We hope you decide to pick up a copy of Supermom versus Supermom, Simplicity Tips for Busy Moms. It's basically a simple life guide to getting organized, finding margin, and embracing simplicity for moms. It's less than five bucks on Amazon, and you can go to simplelifetogether.com slash supermom to get your copy as soon as it's live <laughs> in Amazon, hopefully Saturday. Keep yes. fingers crossed, fingers crossed. <laughs> and as usual, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com slash 060. So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your Simple Life Together. Simple Life Together.